cast about with so great a cloud of witnesses. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us. And let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us. Let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Now I'd like you to draw your attention to 2 Corinthians chapter 5. For one verse of scripture there, it's going to be verse number 10. 2 Corinthians 5 and verse number 10. Mother's Memorial Money is going to be due by next Sunday. Correct, Sister Honey? It'll be by next Sunday, so those that are are giving to Mother's Memorial and have made your pledges, um, got your envelopes and stuff, make sure you get that money by next Sunday. 2 Corinthians 5 and 10 says, For we must, must all, we must all. This is one appointment you're not going to miss. <laughs> you're not going to be able to say you got a dentist appointment at 7 o'clock on Sunday morning. Be there. Reason why somebody couldn't be at church today. Had a dentist appointment this morning at seven. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ that every one, every one may receive the things done in his body according to that he hath done, whether it be good or bad. We are all going to have a divine appointment with God. Now, I don't know about you, but I would really like to have an appointment with God before that day. I'd like to schedule it on my schedule, on my calendar and say, God, maybe today, on this July day in 2018, I'd like to put you on my schedule today and have a personal meeting with you today. And get some things resolved here so that when I meet you at that appointment, we're going to be all smiles and happy folks here when you say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. See, you get to choose your time of appointment with God, and you could choose today. This appointment you can't choose. He chooses this appointment. But you can choose the appointment in regards to your salvation I want to preach on this subject today, inventory. Hopefully I don't bring back bad memories. How many of you helped us on uh, the 5th of 4th of July and on to the 5th do inventory in the fireworks? How many of you? Yeah, several of them were up late that night counting fireworks and putting them in boxes and Brother Angelo was writing them down and I could read his writing. He did a good job of that. But we were doing inventory. Inventory. Inventory means make a complete list of. And there's two basic forms of inventory that need to be done. One of them is called in-house. The other one is called outsourcing. In-house and outsourcing inventory. Uh, I know this is going to kind of ring a little bell with some of you. How many of you remember doing inventory at Emporium? You guys remember that back at Beaverton Mall? That's a, that's a long time ago. But there was a time when there was a store called Emporium at Beaverton Mall and they would contact this church and ask us to come and do the inventory. That means our saints would come in. I believe there was another church or another group that come in and we would count every item in the store. 
and do an inventory and we'd be teamed up and you one person would count and one would write down the numbers and 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 it was sometimes could be a pain because those crazy idiotic shoppers would pick up stuff and carry it across the store and lay it down somewhere of which all of us have done so <laughs> all of us are guilty of that we get a whole bunch of stuff and then go I don't want it and leave it in a basket somewhere but the one thing I really hated it we if you you didn't want to get done early the reason why if you got done early they would often come and say would you like to help in ladies accessories you didn't want to ever go to ladies' accessories. Number one, I don't know anything about ladies' accessories, okay? All those things, I have no idea what they are, and you were supposed to count all these little crazy things. So you wanted to act like you were really busy if you seen the manager coming around wanting you to go to some other department. But many of you remember doing that, and that was a lots of fun. I enjoyed doing that, and it made some money for the church. But I remember operating my construction business, and I quickly discovered the importance of inventory. Uh, when I worked as a union pipe fitter and, and working on centrifugal chillers, they would give us, pay us one hour every week, either on Monday or Friday, and they said, do inventory of your truck. And... Every month when we'd have our service meetings, we would hear the service manager say, I told you guys that I would give you an hour to inventory your trucks, but lots of guys wouldn't. So they would get out to Warm Springs Indian Reservation and need to replace a part on a centrifugal cachiller, and guess what? Their tools or the part is not on the truck, and now they're sending a runner for two and a half to three hours out to a job site and losing money because inventory was important. See, to run a successful business, you must make a complete list of your tools and your parts and your products and all of those items that are going to be related to your business. A lack of a certain product or part or, or, or some kind of tool Folks, it can change the profit margin tremendously. If you have to put down, close up, and go an hour and a half, two hours to pick up the part, you're losing money both ways. So an incomplete inventory could cause you to be missing something you desperately need at that very moment in time. See, an inadequate inventory of what you, uh, you could could be, it could be very costly. The only way to ensure that you uh, have what you need is to do an inventory, make a list and keep a record. And it is very important to constantly inventory what we had on our trucks. It was important that we label things, keep a record of those things that we had in stock because what may have been of great value last year is only taking up space on your truck. <clears throat> what had great value last year may just be taking up space on your truck this year because uh, <clears throat> because it doesn't you don't need it anymore, folks. Almost every company has a limited amount of space where they can stock things. And some of you that work in warehouses and stuff, you know what I'm saying. And you quickly learn that every piece of merchandise and every part, guess what? It occupies space. 
So to properly maintain your inventory, you have to constantly evaluate the usefulness of everything you have. I'm preaching from Hebrews 12 and 1. Everything on your truck has to be looked at and handled regularly, folks, to keep you properly stocked and equipped. The usefulness, hear me, the usefulness determines its value to you and your business. Did you hear what I just said? The usefulness determines its value to you and your business. Its value isn't determined of the fact it's on your truck. Now, some of you are saying, what does this have to do? You know what? Just because you're in the church. <clears throat> See, your value isn't determined just, the value of that item isn't just determined because it's sitting on the truck. The value is determined whether it is useful in getting a job done. Just sitting in the church, that's not where your real value is. Your value is determined in how useful you are you to the kingdom of God. How can you help get the job done? And that is to reach a lost and dying world, church. Hallelujah. There may be a lots of things, quote unquote, on the truck that are only taking up space. The question is, is it useful today or in the near future? Is it being utilized now or in the near future? The same, folks, applies to the spiritual realm. The lack of diligence in keeping spiritual inventory could cause you to backslide. Come on. The lack of diligence in keeping a spiritual inventory can make you an unprofitable servant to the kingdom of God. Paul spoke of sins and weight. This requires each one of us to take an inventory of what's on the shelves of our heart and the shelves of our minds, folks. What is in our life? We, every one of us, has to do an inventory. And folks, that type of inventory can't be outsourced. It has to be in-house because no one can do a proper inventory of what's on your shelves except for you. You're the only one that really knows what's in your heart as you said in this house of God today. Only you are the only one knows what's in your mind and in your thoughts and, and what your emotions really are all about while you're set in the house of God. Oh, it may be revealed in time to everybody, but you may be the only one in this house today that really knows what is really your inventory. As your pastor, I have a responsibility People don't like that because Hebrews 13 and 70 says, Obey them that have the rule over you and submit yourselves, for they watch for your souls as they must give account that they may do it with joy and not with grief, for that is unprofitable. You at times I have to do inventory of the saints of this church. And I have people that they may not say it, but in their attitude, they're saying, hey, stay out of my business. Don't be doing any inventory in my life. Don't tell me what you think my attitude is. And don't tell me what you think is going on in my life just because of the things you see me doing. Hello? 
See, that's called outsourcing because the pastor has to look at times and say, hey, you're not doing what you need to do to please God, and you know what? You really need to pray through, and you really need to get refilled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. You really need to start coming to church faithfully. Come on, you really need to start getting a prayer life. What am I doing? I'm taking an inventory of some things I'm seeing as an outsource. Why? Because I'm trying to help you because I've got to give an account to God. Amen? You should be thankful that there is an outsource in your life that is helping you to say, hey, you don't really need that in your life. You really don't need that boy. You really don't. Uh-oh, don't go. Oh, man, don't go there. You really don't need that relationship. You really don't need that friendship. You really don't need that job because it's keeping you from the house of God. I'm preaching good this morning. Why is that about? It's inventory. I'm looking at some things and saying there are things on the shelves of your heart and mind that is going to take you away from God. They are things they are seeing and weights that are hindering you from being profitable to the kingdom of God. Because I understand to have too much or too little of the wrong things can be detrimental to your success. That's the reason why Hebrews 12 and 1, 4, wherefore seeing we also are compassed about with such a great cloud of wisdom, let us lay aside every weight and sin that does so easy. How can you determine what's a weight, what's a sin, what's good, what's bad, unless you do an inventory? You, you cannot, you must inventory, you must evaluate it, you must look at it, you must in honesty before God say this is good for me or this is bad for me. And when you realize there's something that is not profitable in helping you live for God, you need to get those things out of your life. It's extremely important. I can't force you to tell you and make you get that out of your life. I can give you instructions, but you've got to do the inventory yourself. There must be an inventory check in our lives on a regular basis. Can somebody say amen? amen. Folks, are these things necessary for this race that he just talked about? Each runner is required to evaluate his stock. Preacher, you're, you're getting too picky today. You're, you're, you're getting too personal today. You know, you're, you're getting in my zone here, you know. Get back up, Jack. You're too close. It's too picky, really? Am I getting too picky? The word of the Lord in Matthew chapter 12 and verse 35 says this, A good man out of the good treasures of the heart bringeth forth good things, and an evil man out of the evil treasure bringeth forth evil things. And verse 36 says this, But I say unto you that every... Every little idle word that men shall speak, they shall give an account in the day of judgment. You're too picky. Man, you're going to give an account for every little word. Am I really too picky? Can we really be too picky about checking our own inventory in our life. If he says just the very words, these little idle words, we're going to have to give an account for. Why? For by thy words shalt thou be justified, and by thy words shalt thou be condemned. So I asked you today, are you ready? Look at your neighbor and say, 
He loves you. <laughs> so I got a question for you today. Is it time for us to do some inventory? How many of you want to be profitable in the kingdom of God? How many of you want to be a good servant in the kingdom of God? How many of you want to be an asset and not a liability to the kingdom of God? So I asked you a question. What kind of music do you listen to? Don't go there. Because that music kind of soothes me. I get my jive on and I just kind of mellow out. Pastor, don't go there. <laughs> I want to ask you a question. Would you feel comfortable if maybe I was parked in that seat, <laughs> in that car with you, while you're getting your groove on? <laughs> Hello. Can I ask you, what are the lyrics? Not just the music. What's the lyrics? What's the words that are there? What kind of lifestyle does that artist <clears throat> have? Don't go there, Pastor. I can I ask you, what are you looking at on the internet? Inventory. Inventory, and guess what? I'm not at your house. Nobody else may be at your house or be in those private moments. So you're going to have to do some in-house inventory today. What are you looking at on the Internet? Who are you connecting up with on the Internet? Saying, oh, some of you are right now going like this. Mm -mm. That's way too close and too personal. Hey, hey, what are you texting on your phone? What pictures are you sending to each other on your phone? What do you look at on your monitor, folks? I can ask you a question. What are you watching lately that you know you wouldn't have looked at just a few years ago? But today you're looking at them. And can I ask you, are they adding any value to your walk with God? Or are they devaluing your walk with God? Folks, I think it's time for an inventory of our lives. Look at some of the choices in our lives. What changes have I made in my life personally? And are those changes reflected in my everyday life? Has it affected <clears throat> where I go? Who I hang out with? <clears throat> Is it affecting my lifestyle? Are these changes visible to others that are around me? I'm just preaching today on inventory, folks. The Bible refers to us as a life that is set on a hill. See, because inward transformation should be affirmed by an outward sign, folks. If there's something good on the inside and the inventory is right on the inside, they're going to see good things on the outside. But if there's some things on the inside that shouldn't be there, you mark it down. If not today, in the near future, they're going to be revealed that, hey, there needed to be a change in the inventory in your life. Amen. I'm going to go to somewhere else, but folks, I'm going to tell you what. We need to inventory our life. Is there bitterness in our life? Is there jealousy in our life? You see, those are no big deal. They can destroy you if that inventory is in your life. You've got jealousy in your heart and your mind. It will wipe you out. 
you got to take an inventory and remove some things out of your life. See, for those that have been living for God for a while, let me just address you a few things. When you take an inventory of <clears throat> your wardrobe, does it testify for you or does it testify against you? What are you wearing when you go to the lake? What do you have stuffed in the back of one of those drawers in your room there? Or what do you got hanging back in the back of the closet? But nobody's going to see that because I'm only going to wear that when I'm not around. <clears throat> oh, I'm getting close this morning. But what is it all about? Inventory. I'm not going to come to your house and go through the drawers in your room. I'm not going to come to your house and go through your closet and look at your CDs and 8-track tapes or whatever it may be. I'm not going to come and look at your iPod. I'm not going to come and evaluate that. But there's a God in heaven that sees everything you have in your inventory, both physically and spiritually. There's a God who knows everything you do and sees everything you think. Nothing's hidden from the eye of God. Have you added some things to your wardrobe lately that you once got rid of because God dealt with you about those? But now you're bringing them back in. Paul said that if I take up those things that I've laid down, then I make the grace of God a lie. We can't go and pick those things up again. Take a moment and inventory your time. Here we go, oops. <laughs> Where do you invest your time? Now, think back to when you were first in the church and sold out to God and really living for God. Think about that moment and think about that time. and Inventory and, and kind of evaluate your... <laughs> yourself at that moment in life and now look at yourself today folks and check yourselves of your spiritual stockroom and can you say that you're really as much on fire for God today as you was back then can you say you're really as committed to God now as you was 5 10 15 20 years ago I know it's getting really quiet in here and maybe I should run and scream and jump over the top of the pulpit but today my foot's hurting and that's not happening. So you're just going to have to hear me preach today and not be distracted. <laughs> what do you see that is missing on your shelves in 2018 that was there before? What are some things that used to be on those shelves? It was there at one time but now it's not there anymore what is on your shelf today that is just taking up space and time in your stock room or can I put it another way it is a liability in your life today and it has no value and it requires you to invest time just to maintain something that literally is not adding anything to your life you know I, I, I don't preach against video games but if you spend hours and hours on video games, you maybe should start thinking about that. 
then you should start evaluating the value of parking your hinder parts on a couch and spending hours staring at something that's total make-believe? It's not reality. And then compare that time <clears throat> to your prayer time and reading the Word of God and the other things that are important and helping on the house of God and being involved in the work of God. I'm just taking my time this morning and you're just going to have to bear with me today. See, <laughs> will you ever use some of that stuff that you have in your life to be productive in your spiritual walk with God or is it just overstock and simply waits in our life? Brother Angelo, you better come to the piano so we can give some people hope. I've still got several pages, but at least if they heard music, maybe be more soothing to them. <laughs> Folks, look at someone beside you and say, he's talking to you. Why? Because you're bad, you're evil, you're wicked? No, because everyone in this house has to do an inventory of their life. Everyone in this house has to look and evaluate their own life. I believe God, can I be real honest with you? I believe God's taken inventory of the palace of praise as a whole. I believe God is picking up me as the pastor of this church. And I believe God is picking up you as saints of the palace of praise and saints of other churches. And he's evaluating us and he's looking and seeing how useful we are to the work of God today and how useful we're going to be to the work of God tomorrow and in the future. See, because your real value is not how much of a profit you're bringing to your business or your company. Your real value is how much profit are you bringing to the kingdom of God. Not in dollars, but in how much you're giving of yourself to God and taking out things that are just pulling down your value but you have to do an inventory and take some real look at what's going on in your own heart and mind and what is keeping you from giving God 100% see I believe God literally is holding some